0: What must I do to inherit eternal life? In response to his own question, the lawyer recites the Shema, a prayer found multiple times in the Hebrew Bible. Hear, O Israel, hear O my friends of St. John's. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. This prayer is comprised of verses from Leviticus and repeated in Deuteronomy and Numbers. It is still part of the twice-daily prayers of devout modern Jews. So who is this lawyer that we meet, asking and challenging Jesus with questions, but also sharing vital parts of Scripture with us? In New Testament times, a lawyer had the function of a scribe. They specialized in religious law, interpretations, and teachings of the law of Moses, including prayers like the Shema, calling on us to love God fully. They examined the more complex and subtle questions of the law and gave opinions. Society highly esteemed their knowledge. People would stand up when asking them a question out of respect. Such teachers often would engage other teachers and rabbis in discussions, disputing interpretations and understandings of Scripture. The lawyer's motive for asking Jesus these questions might have been to start such a debate. He also likely earnestly wanted answers to his questions What must I do to inherit eternal life? Who is my neighbor? Even if this man came to test Jesus, we can be assured that he was a spiritual seeker like you and me. We are privy in this text to witnessing a common occurrence in the Jewish tradition, communal discernment and discussion of the Torah and law. The lawyer who stands up to test Jesus likely understands the law as gospel Perhaps he asked this question for all of us who want to attain eternal life and a deeper intimacy with God, even right here and now. The lawyer's question, teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life, was one that you might ask to find out if you agreed with the Pharisees, the Sadducees, or if you had a more radical set of theologies. How will Jesus respond? Well, Jesus turns the question back on to the lawyer. What is written in the law? What do you read there? The lawyer responds praying, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. What is written? You shall love. He shows that he had heard the law correctly. He got it. The fundamental message of love is known to us. Now we're in the lawyer's sandals. It's probably a relief to know that you got that first question right. But also perhaps embarrassing to ask such an obvious question. If you were that man, you probably learned that basic answer while you were bouncing on your mother's knee. You shall love. So you ask a follow-up question, maybe trying to save face. So we love our neighbors as ourselves. And who is our neighbor? How expansive are we talking? Last week, Canon Broderick in his sermon told us a bit about what shalom is. Shalom is not just the absence of conflict or peace. It's the presence of repaired relationships, relational harmony, and abundance, and flourishing. It is wholeness. Shalom is housing and food security for all our community members. Shalom is noticing the number of travelers who were attacked and left for dead along that Jericho Road. Love your neighbor. And instead of just helping every single individual on that road, Shalom asks us, why is this road so treacherous? How will we fix this broken system? How do we build beloved community? We find in this parable that there are no boundaries for who our neighbor is. So who acted as a merciful and loving neighbor. And just what does this move us to do? How might we act now? St. John's is an active and loving congregation. How are we working to include those who are not here? What does it mean to be welcoming to others? How will we bring shalom and flourishing to our world? In the words of our baptismal covenant, will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? Jesus uses this parable to reveal the lawyer's true condition. This lawyer, who thought that he had a righteous place to stand, was not, in fact, justified to stand where he was. This man questioning and listening to Jesus might have imagined that he was the one lying face down, naked, ignored on the highway to Jericho. The lawyer was a man deep in need. This spiritual seeker is just like the rest of us, deep in need. And yet when he found himself in need, none of the systems that he thought he could lean on were there. The two holy men, the priest and the Levi, they passed by. So it's the Samaritan, the despised and othered Samaritan. The Samaritan who the lawyer would not want to be touched by. The Samaritan picked him up used his sacramental elements to treat his wounds, and he saved his neighbor's life. Jesus invited the lawyer to see himself from a new perspective, not standing at a distance, defining the term neighbor objectively, far off. He now sees himself as someone who might himself need to be neighbored, a wounded traveler in need of rescue. And most importantly, called to love and move with care for his neighbors. This man knows the law, but he doesn't know how to put it into action. How do we love our neighbors in our daily life? Who is my neighbor? We might not know who our neighbor is until we find ourselves in great need. Still, we receive unexpected grace from our neighbor and from God. The lawyer doesn't respond with explanations and a defense of the religious men. Instead, he was ready to be told by Jesus, go and do likewise. The issue is not about if we are being prideful or humble, but thinking about if we are standing instead of moving, go and do likewise. The lawyer stood, a man who thought that he was not in need of moving. This lawyer scribe found a place in society to stand. He depended on the law to be fixed and stable. He depended on the status quo to stand. But he was compelled to ask, Who is my neighbor? Jesus preaches a kingdom on the move. We are called to action and discipleship. At this point in Luke's gospel narrative, Jesus begins to move towards Jerusalem. He is moving towards the place of suffering and rejection. He is moving towards the cross and towards lost humanity. Jesus did not come to justify the righteous. The angels over Bethlehem shouted and sang that he was born to be our savior. God does not stand still with us. God moves us to be a reconciling force in this world. So, We are not to imitate the Samaritan because we are already good people. Instead, we are saved by grace. And now we begin to move like the Samaritan and like Christ in love. We move with mercy to bring justice to our world. Hear, O Israel, Here, oh my friends of St. John's Cathedral, the Lord is your God, the Lord alone. Love God with all your heart, and all that you are, and all that you have. And let yourself be moved with love to love your neighbor. Amen. Amen.